0: Welcome to Snowmobile Sessions Live
1: on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms. It's the number one destination to learn about snowmobiling, network with other sledders, and have an awesome time doing it. We'll meet other snowmobilers that share your passion and show your fan photos along the way. Snowmobile Sessions Live. Enjoy the ride.
2: This episode of Snowmobile Sessions Live is brought to you by Energy Power Sports. They're Oakville's full-line BRP dealer with sales and service to all BRP models and so much more. Energy Power Sports always has the fun in store with a wide selection of clothing, parts, and accessories for all your Power Sports passions. Make Energy Power Sports your source for Can-Am off-road, ATV, and side-by-sides. Can-Am on-road Riker and Spider, including the sporty F3S. Sea-Doo watercraft and Switch pontoon boats and Alumacraft fishing boats powered by Mercury Marine. Put yourself on a Manitou pontoon or a widescape stand-up snowmobile. Energy Power Sports is the home for Lynx and Ski-Doo snowmobiles for the entire family. Do you feel the energy? Energy Power Sports, 879 Cranberry Court, Oakville, Ontario or online, energypowersports.ca. Fan photos are brought to you by Fast Track Snowmobile Traction. This season quit sliding sideways on the ice and losing races to your buddies. A fast track stud kit will help you with improved braking and give you the arm ripping acceleration you crave. I put over 3,000 clicks last season on my Renegade 850 and I'll tell you these studs exceeded my expectations. Not one broken stud, my idler wheels still look like new and they hooked up like I was on rails in the twisties inspiring confidence every ride. Fast Track Top Gun kits are the highest rated stud kit at 4.9 stars with over 230 reviews. The studs are heat treated stainless so they are strong and they don't rust. The kit is lighter, easier on the track and has a lifetime warranty against braking. Each kit comes with a track specific template for complete balance with over double the scratch lines from stock templates. All listeners when purchasing a stud kit can get a free install kit, a $30 value. Visit fasttrack.co. Add both products to the cart and use the coupon code SNOW at the checkout. That's F-A-S-T-T-R-A-C dot C-O. Fan photos are brought to you by Fast Track Snowmobile. We don't want to do that one again. There we go! Back at it! Happy New Year, everybody! We're we're back in the show. How you doing, Rob? Uh Oh, I can't hear you. (laughs) After all that. Oh, you're muted. Try try unmuting you. There you I'm go. Doing great. There, after all that technical problems, you're unmuted. And, uh, God, and God. I don't know, so John. A Lutheran, yeah, I had a great Christmas, uh, and you Christmas you did for as kids well. I like New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> now you notice the the showroom is dark behind me. the The lights are out, and I can't find the switch on how to turn them back on. So you're it gonna have to bear like with a storm the dark. Back there. With a, with a dark energy power sports behind me, but uh, you get the picture of where we're at with this. Yep. <laughs> Let's see what friends we got joining us in the new year for the first show of 2023. We have Wisco Sled Eds. He was a first in the house. He says, what's up, fellas? Looking forward to another great show. Just fly lows in the house. Ski-Doo 600R, Renegade X. Of course he follows. Uh, uh, we got uh, Anthony Palermo from Windsor. What's up Guys. And, uh, he, he can't wait for the episode. Joe, Joe C422. Uh, what's up everyone? Happy new year. Greg Kelly. You got in a ride before the melt. Dan B Rob Overholt. Uh, who else is in here? Um, Josh Harnett sled five one nine. What's going on? Sled crew. Happy new year. He says, uh, keeps going on and on and on. Mike Gooleys is, is in there. And, uh, and Dan B's talking about the, the black screen of death and, Go, I'm Gary going over to the dark side. So <laughs> we might figure it out during the show, but we're going to old school now. So Drew made me, maybe it was this Drew made me a, a dark salted night. caramel and salted caramel, crown Royal and Coke. So can't, uh, can't thank him enough for that. That helps. ease the pain of the technical difficulties, but the good news, Mike goolies would like to know. He gave me a super chat a few shows ago and had my internet fixed. So we should be over that kerfuffle, but, uh, first show back, I have no background. So we'll deal with that as, as we move forward. So Robin, Robin and I met through, uh, the vintage snowmobile podcast. So that's probably right. When you say, yeah, yeah. And, and that
1: the Toronto snowmobile shows.
2: And then, and then I finally put eyes on you at the Toronto snowmobile show and, and yeah. had a blast talking to you. We had a you're witty and funny, and I thought well, I gotta get you on the podcast and yeah. uh on my podcast and see how you go because there's a lot of things I don't think people know about you, like as far as how you got into the Amsoil oil world and your passions about snowmobiles and particularly vintage. We talked a lot about vintage sleds at the well, show. I, I'm and, vintage myself. Yeah, well, you know, it, it gets better with age, just like a good wine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I turned 65 this year.
2: Oh. Nice. Well, congratulations. That's great. You, you don't yeah. look a day over 64 and a half. <laughs> <Both> things, <great. laughs> so uh, tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Um, I live in Boneville, Ontario. Uh, when I was a kid, we could snowbill right out of the backyard. My family always had snowbills. We had a 10 horse, a 12 horse, and my dad had an 18 horse. Everybody had to watch out for my dad coming. Nice. Yeah, and I, bu- I bought my first snow, I think I was about 14. My dad and I both bought, she bought a motorski MS-18, a long track and all that. And I bought a mini snow with a 6 horsepower in it. Oh, well, sweet. One, day, one weekend, my dad went away, and me and my buddies, we exchanged the six-horse for the 18-horse. Yeah, that mini snow just... All over the place, but we ripped <laughs> the track out of it. But that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. And oh, about 1979, I got involved with over racing. I Had myself a brand new 79 SRX 440, and I was mm-hmm. doing uh, the Ontario circuit, race Peterborough, Owen Sound, Muskeg Beach, Eganville, all those tracks like that. And I came across a guy named Tim Bender. Tim yes. Bender was parked beside me. Well, Tim Bender was younger than me, and with my XRX, I was running Makuni carbs. So it was supposed to be a 32-to-1 oil mixture, but with Makuni carbs, you're supposed to run 16-to-1. 1. So one time, I went out for this first heat, and I fouled a plug before I even got on the line. So Tim Bender came over to me and said, what are you doing? I said, 32-to-1. I can't keep the plugs until I get around the first corner, eh? He said, here, try some of my gas. It's 100-to-1. I said, oh. I'm going to blow my motor up. He says, I run 301 to one on my pro machine. So I put his in at a to one. First time I ever made it to the finals. Was that 1979? He got me involved in AMSOL and I've been with AMSOL ever since.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because the key is a hundred to one. Um, and that's really what, when I came up to the show, I had been, like, I, as everyone knows, I've got a vintage uh, outboard motor on my boat. It's a, two-stroke pre-mix gas and oil 120 uh, horsepower a CC it's yes. horsepower and uh, I, I always struggle with finding good oil and the only oil and I'm I'm, a, I'm an oil snob when it comes to the oil for my outboard it has to be the mercury full synthetic with the, with the it has a bit of gold on the label and everybody's gave me other oil to try and oh just run this and it. it's the same oil blah 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 and it's not and then I was on the forum and someone said, try AMSOIL uh, 100 to 1 and blah, blah. And that's when I come up to you and said, 100 to 1, really? And then wow. you told me that story. And it's like you, you gave me a sample, which I haven't used in the boat yet, but I have ran it in my, in my uh, weed eater and leaf blower and God. I'm telling you, it's am- it's amazing. There's zero smoke. I mean, oh, everybody thinks it's
1: going to blow up because there's no smoke yeah. coming out.
2: No, no, but and it's two imp-
1: to one. You have twice the protection than what still oil does at thirty-two to one.
2: Yeah, and explain how that how-
1: higher temperature, so you don't need as much oil.
2: And yeah, that's more
1: protection the protection, and just last two to three times longer. That's the, the key. That's the key is
2: them. go go ahead and and yeah, tell I had the opportunity horrible.
1: to meet the SeaBolt families. Do you know them? No, they're the factory Mercury racing team. And they could get all the Merc oil they wanted free, and they ran Amsoil for thirty years in their race boats.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. And they could have got Merc oil free, but they bought Amsoil because they they had so much money tied up in their in their uh, engines.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and the key the key that you explained to me is that it it's a lower it's a lower uh, boiling point base is a bo- it's not boiling point it's flash scarce, flash point. Flash It's point. a most, lower. Most fl-
1: petroleum models burn off about two hundred degrees. Yeah, And then they leave carbon stuff and all that behind. Amsoil doesn't burn off to over 300 degrees, so it leaves more protection behind, and you're not going to follow plugs and stuff like that. So it gives you more protection, higher burn. It doesn't matter if you got a 200 black max, a 99, a chainsaw weed eater, everything runs the same oil mixture. So that way my wife cannot screw up when I say put one of these bottles in the five <laughs> gallons of gas right here. One of these, five gallons of gas.
2: Yeah, and and you're good to go. I love it. Yeah. I think that's I think that's so simple because I hate,
1: thirty years ago at my cottage, you know how many different gas cans I have with all different markets on it: 16 to, to one, fifty, to one,
2: everything. Not, and that's and that's what I do. It's it's like you have to go in there like a chemist and mix your oil. And you gave me that container, and it's like, bloop, you're done. Fill it up, yeah, and away you go. Yeah. Put 25 liters in it, and and yeah. uh, off you go, or five gallons, and and away you go. Um, yeah yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy and the thing is that the my leaf blower has always been a a hard starter and it must be the oil because it's you put in 101 and she fires right up because there's more fuel in the mixture now so it runs a lot better more power is there is there any tests done that actually show that you get more i guess horsepower or more amso
1: made a special dynamo machine And down the States, they call them stringer machines. We call them weed whackers up here. And they bought 100 stringer machines, well, 10 stringer machines from 10 different companies. And they're going to run them on their oil for the first 10 hours. And then they're going to switch half of the oil. At the end of the test, all the equipment's broke except for one company. (laughs) They couldn't do the test before the 10 hours up. All the other companies broke except for one company. So wow. they end up going out to the market and finding landscaping companies. And they found a crew that had two crews. And they switched one over the Amsoil and the other one over to whatever oil they're using before. Yep. And the one they're using before, you know, these two cycles have a screen in and all that. Because you don't have back pressure. You don't get the horsepower of a two cycle. So the That's screen right. gives you a back pressure. And these people, after 30 hours, were cleaning the screen. After 300 hours with Amsoil, the screen was still clean.
2: Yeah. yeah. I've seen lots of pictures and videos on that, too. You know, and that's that's thing. Before we talked at the Toronto show, I was watching videos of there's a there's another rep in the U.S. that has posted, and they show the piston skirt. Like they pull the engines right apart of those tests oh, yeah. you're talking about, and yeah. they 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 show the pistons of what the one looks like with this oil and what the one looks like with Amsoil, and and it's amazing how clean everything is your your uh, your exhaust valves and all that stuff. So I think. I think you have a, like Amsoil, does it not have a reputation to run it? Like, it's almost like the Daco belt thing that we talked with Daco last last uh, two weeks ago or before Christmas, whenever it was. And Daco said, like, the the common misconception is I'll run Daco belt as my spare when it's superior than of the regular one. How do you get over that, that stigmatism that Amsoil is just for my old crap?
1: I had, I had a guy in our broadcast last week and said, I'd like to run AMSOIL because it's cheaper to buy than the manufacturer's junk. But the manufacturer tells me I got to run their oil to be covered under warranty. I said, No, that's not true. If you see the poster behind me, it says freedom to run. <laughs> Let me freedom to run.
2: Freedom. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what AMSOIL came out with. So if you buy a brand new snowmobile or you got one last year, and you switch over to AMSOIL, the new Skidoo gives you a one-year warranty. AMSOIL is going to give you a two-year warranty. They're oh, going really? to cover any mechanical part that lubricants touch for an extra year because that's all confidence are in, in their oils. Now, Bombardier tried to sue us for doing that. You can't warranty our machines, but they lost in court. Really? Yeah. Yep. So, so anybody that buys AMSOIL, ask, ask for we have these... Things we give you in the case of oil, you go online, sign up, and amsel gives you next two year.
2: Yeah, what the and, two strokes. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like you, you run her hard as long as there's oil in it, you're covering it. How do yeah. you? How do you prove that they didn't run it out of oil or, or like?
1: Oh, I, I do. We do a lot of tractor pulls and events like that, and you know, we're tearing the engines down all the time. And when you tear an engine down, you can tell whether the oil has broke down by the color of the bearings. See, if the bearings have score marks on it, that means a piece of metal from somewhere else went through. So you look at wrist pins and stuff like that. But if yeah. it has uh, like a rainbow color on it, you know it was lack of oil.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't a
1: piece of metal that went through it. So, no, right, yeah. right, I do a lot with highway trucks because highway trucks at 10,000 kilometers, they change oil. With AMSO, they're going at 70,000 kilometers without changing it. So a lot of guys says, hey, I got 200,000 tied up my truck. I ain't not going to go that far. I said, well, here, what I'll do, I'll take an oil sample for you at 10,000. So this one guy's running the next going back. We did an oil sample for him. He had 70,000 kilometers on the truck when we changed the AMS. At 80,000, we did a sample, came back perfect. At 90,000, we did a sample, came back perfect. At 100,000, we did a sample, and they said, take the vehicle in and get the cam replaced. And they said, lobe number such and such is wearing out in the cam. So the guy went in the dealership and said, it's under warranty, change the cam. They said, oh, nothing with your cam. We're not doing that for you. And he says, "Okay, I'll pay for it." So it was six hundred bucks for him to get a new cam put in this truck. They took it out, and number two lobe was worried. And They said, "How did you know that? We didn't hear no noise, and that." He said, "By an oil analysis, they could tell by the metal that's in the oil what part of metal was, what part of metal was, and where it came from." And they've had this problem so many other times before; they knew by that engine, it's that their lobe that wears out. So if that truck would have broken Mexico, the cam would have went. It would have took the timing chain, pistons, everything out. It would have been five thousand ten thousand dollars down in Mexico to fix it. I'll yeah it wow. so by doing an oil analysis we can do we can determine what's starting to wear out ahead of time and how well the oil is.
2: Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Well what a what a great warranty that that uh, I mean who would want an extra year warranty on a brand new sled?
1: Oh yeah for free like yeah no cost. that's real, crazy absol is cheaper to buy than but than Bombardier oil.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Mike Gooley says, can I put Dominator in my sled's oil tank? Like, what oil do you put? Like, so he has, he runs a uh, an XRS 850. 2023 he's got coming. Interceptor. That's what he wants. Yeah. So inter- because, So you because explained because to me Dom- Dominator is a Bob race.
1: Bombadier calls for a 92% no ash. Our Interceptor is 99% no ash.
2: Our Dominator
1: is only 90% no ash. But I personally run Dominator and some of mine. Interceptor give you about a 5% increase in horsepower. Dominator can give you almost 7 So wow. three or four of my buddies all get the same 600s. And mine just slowly pulls away from them. But I've got on a trail up before at Whitney, and we were three miles of moguls. The groomer hasn't been through. I had to stop and change the plug. The guys running the Interceptor didn't have to. That's so all- if you're trail riding, I would run Interceptor. But if you're out lake running, racing your buddies and you don't mind changing a plug, if you uh, get caught on a rough trail, you can run the Dominator.
2: Yeah. Go big part says he he's used to run interceptor and skidoo until he sold it. And uh, Wisco says, he knows a lot of guys who run interceptor. So Hey, Corey Brock's in the house. He says, Hey boys. But yeah, it's, um, uh, and that's has
1: a great program where any one of your customers who want we can set them up as a preferred customer. They can buy directly from AMZO. Four of the interceptor jugs in a case retail at Royal Distributing or the Snowball Shops for 309 they can buy it directly from Amazon for $239. Save 50 bucks a case.
2: Wow, that's great. And that's through you, is it? Like you'll yep. get some credit on that? so yeah, yeah. And if, they can... send, if
1: they send us an email to Rob the Oil Guy, I'll set them up and I'll send them a catalog. And they get all the Amazon products at 25% off.
2: Right on. So what's what's your email address? It's Rob the Oil Guy at Amazon.com. Robtheoilguy
1: at gmail.com.
2: I'm just gonna put it in the chat.
1: I think I sent you a picture of my trailer.
2: You did, it's coming up. Yet. Yeah. Rob guy at gmail.com. You'll get a good discount, and and everybody's gonna ride happy. Yeah. yeah. So so, yeah. so after
1: I started running the 79 X for a couple of years, I started going up in the mod classes. But i found out the older 76 340s were blowing my doors so i went and bought a 340 off uh yamaha racing team and i started racing mods and mod stock class with that Eh, that was right, a darn. lot of fun oh the only problem is i had to race against the merc twisters so we take off the line all 10 of us were going to the corners at the same time twisters were push me this way push me that way and they'd be like one my, I, i'm the only one up to the yamaha they'd be two skidoos and maybe seven twisters in the heat Eh? well yeah. going on the straightaways uh, going corner three i'd be the first one in corner three but coming out of there every twister went by me they handled so well they were so good but they didn't have the top end like uh, my Amazon machine did
2: <laughs> that's awesome
1: so i and, raced uh, it for a number of years
2: yeah, yeah and and to know guys like tim bender who's famous for yamaha racing um, oh. Was that before he got big or was that in the heat of it?
1: He, he was he was just getting big then. He was an independent rider, uh, built his own machine. He was racing for all of Ann, a company out of the States. But he was racing against Villeneuve, uh, Flying Dutchman, the Viserys, the Deckers. He was racing against all those factory teams by himself, wrenching wow. him and the, him, his buddy, wrenching by themselves. And in between, he'd come over and help us work on our machine. What a great guy he was.
2: Very cool. You can't ask yeah. for more than that, right? Yeah. And so there's been a number of big,
1: famous people run Amzl. Both both the Versailles run AMSL. Both the Deckers run AMSL. The Flying Dutchman race team, even the children raced AMSL when Snowcross. Parents raced it in uh, oval racing. Yeah.
2: Well, it seems to be really big in the Snowcross circuit. So it's surprising Um, it's surprising to me that, that more guys don't run it in their new machines. And I think how long have they been doing the runs on freedom program?
1: This is our second year for doing it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So that that's got to convert a lot of people, especially with the price of oil nowadays. Oh yes. Yeah. You know, so, and what other products do you, do you have that, that is useful for the snowmobile world or is there, is there anything new coming out that we should know of?
1: we got nothing new coming out, but we do have a lot of products. One guy's already mentioned the Dominator.
2: Yeah. And it's,
1: if you're pre-mix, you're running that 50 to 1. So we have a lot of dirt bike racers running it. And uh, the people at the Oval Racing are all running that 50 to 1. Yeah. Yeah. Chain case oil. Nice. Now, years ago, I did a lot of drags, grass drags. and They're not popular around here anymore, but if you change just a chain case, like in the winter time, people used to lift up the back end and rev the machine up because they thought their rubber track was frozen to the ground. Rubber track don't freeze in the ground. The chain, oil in the chain case, it's an 80, 80 weight. It turns it like honey. It'll yeah, right. the gears up. And that's why your belt's starting to burn when it's 40 below and you start revving the engine up because that gear loop. Amsoil a 65 is there pours right on the bottle.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. So and, all temperature.
2: Yeah, nice. And that's the thing. That, that's not more, more or less a horsepower gain. It's just better on the equipment because it's well.
1: The more it, friction you it, cut down, the more horsepower you have in the back track. True. Like some people, some people do horsepower te- testing at the back track, and some do it off the crank. The proper horsepower is off the back track.
2: Yeah. Right. Right. That's great. Yeah. It's like same as wheel wheel horsepower on yeah. vehicles, right? You want to you want to know how much tra- horsepower is being transferred to the ground. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah. That's very And a big cool.
1: problem right now is our gas, ethanol gas. We pay more money for ethanol gas than we do regular gas. And it doesn't burn as clean. And in three months' time, it starts going bad. And I got a neighbor come down here with a snowblower. It's three years old. Every year, he's taken it back and had the car free clean. He says, I don't want this anymore. You want it? He said, what's wrong? He said, Well, won't start. I took the gas cap off. smelled like paint turners inside. Empty yeah, gas Yeah, oh, can. God. I mix my own gas up with our quick shot in it. And that's to, uh, it dissolves uh, ethanol problem. So I mixed it up with it. I run it for about four minutes, choke off on, off on. And finally, it's just started running smooth. I took it back to him. I said, here, give this a try. He came out, half a pulse started right up. I said, don't buy regular gas anymore. So I have a kid. I, I do a lot with autism kids. Eh? And right. If, not, if an autism kid gets into racing, we, we got one of the girls from the snowcross racing. She uh, she was last place all the time, but she had fun out there racing, and she's going to university now. She never passed a class until grade 7, so she started learning how to race. And racing taught her how to concentrate, and she passed high school and went on to university. That, that is cool. I helped a lot of kids with go-karts, because the big Mossport track's only 10 minutes from my house. So I had Very this one little kid out there, he's 10 years old, autism. He goes to the gas station with a little one gallon gas can, fills it up with regular goes puts it in, and I had a friend of mine build the engine for him, and he blew the engine up. So we took it back, and you put a flashlight inside the piston; it's little pinholes all over the wall. The guy says he's running that long So I told the kid, "You gotta buy super, push super." He said, "I did." The following week, he went and got his one gallon gas can, filled it up, blew the engine up again. So I went to the, guy, I went with him the next time, and he did push super. He put it in, we put a tester in it. There's Ethel on the super at the Shell gas station. So yeah, because it's
2: in station. the ho- It's in the hose, right? You, we went to the gas
1: station and complained to the guy, and he said, "What the guy before you buy?" He said, "What are you exactly, talking about?" Exactly. Yeah. We're the 11 liters the guy bought before you—that's where you're getting for the first 11 liters. Yeah, exactly. Said, the kid buying, paying for super, by getting regular.
2: Yeah. yeah, we've. I've been at the the gas station, and we had a guy waiting. He's going, "Are you putting super in that can?" Waiting for <laughs> me to fill my jerry cans on his Harley. Cause he wanted yep. to wait, to, so he got super. And I go, All you bugger! I had to get the crap. So, and it's very true. Now, does Amsoil have anything like fuel conditioners? like, like there shot. you go. So
1: there you go. Yep. Yeah.
2: So, still, so you can you put the
1: run regular,
2: like you mean regular fuel? You mean run super. premium fuel? Super. Yeah, yep. you, you run premium fuel. Put the quick shot in it
1: quick shots like a carburetor injector cleaner system so if you're running super you really don't need it but if you do get stuck and you buy a tank or regular you can put this in it. eliminate it'll stop the ethanol from separating
2: i got you does it actually um uh like make the fuel last longer
1: it does it does
2: stabilize yeah that's the word i'm looking for sorry i'm foggy right now
1: now i got a cousin who works on the fire department and 10 years ago they'd never heard of as many garage fires they have now. The problem is with that ethanol, people put their chainsaw, run it for 10 minutes, put it up on the shelf. Six months later, the carb starts leaking. The guy's in there grinding away and suddenly a fire starts in the garage. The wow. ethanol eats away, at, eats away at the rubber hoses. It eats away at the gasket and it starts leaking. Yeah, yep. ethanol is not good for And they want it, we're at 10%, they want us to go to 15.
2: That's crazy. Well, that's the thing important it, after that. Yeah. It leaves sediment in the fuel tank, in the, in the bowls as well. You know, like for Marine, it attracts water. It leaves sediment. It's the worst thing you can put in a boat motor or anything near water. Um, I can't imagine what, what it would do to a snowmobile. What about guys with four strokes, Rob? Like, do you, do you think that they should be running premium in the four strokes, even if they're fueled for, uh, for 87 and, and your oil as well? Like, what, what do you think Green. about that? Premium burns cleaner. Uh, a premium
1: will give you more horsepower. I, I got a, a two thousand and five yeah. Chevy Wave. It's made by Suzuki, General Motors. Yeah, so- that's right. Yeah, thousand, my daughter had one. Car I run around yeah. town in. I put yeah. super. In it. Everybody says, "Why do you put super in it?" The car is supposed to get forty eight miles a gallon. I get sixty three miles a gallon.
2: Holy super crap. is cheaper to
1: run than regular.
2: Yeah, yeah and I got almost
1: three hundred thousand on that little car. <laughs> Yeah, I my da- 10000 on it. <laughs> well, <laughs> my, my a personal had... truck, I have a 2008 three-quarter ton Chevy with a six liter in it. I got a million and 300,000 kilometers on it, and the motor's never been touched. Wow. Never been touched.
2: And you're running that oil that you had l- held up there?
1: No, I'm running Amsoil Signature 5W30 in it.
2: Oh, okay, and there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah nice. and it's warranted it's for 40,000 kilometers or one year. So once a year, are you supposed to change oil? No. I, I do an average of 70,000 kilometers, so I change it once a year, and when I take the oil out of that, that's what goes in my lawnmower, chainsaws, and roller tiller. And then nice. when it comes out of the ra- lawnmower and chainsaws, uh, uh, lawnmower, roller tailers, and all that, that's what goes in the chainsaw, the bar and chain oil. I'm cheap.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's great, right? That's <laughs> well,
1: when I, when I dump my oil at 70,000 kilometers, you can't tell the difference between that and brand new oil. It's that clean. Amsoil does make that much difference.
2: In a, truck with a, on, in a truck with a million kilometers yeah, yeah, on and it. And it's a
1: six liter. And most of my buddies, well, two of my buddies had an identical truck. And we went to Thunder Bay Snowmobile one time. And they went back to the dealership and they complained. We got lemons. Rob's got a truck that gets better gas mine. So they phoned me up and said, can we borrow your truck? They took my truck dealerships 10 miles away from me. And they phoned me back and said, this ain't fair. You change your gear ratio and your bearings and on your truck. I said, no. All I did was change the loop. You take your foot off the gas and my vehicle just seems a coast smart. Because the lube is so much slipperier. Now that truck can average on the highway almost 25 miles a gallon. Yeah, nine liters per nine liters of gas per hundred kilometers.
2: So even in our tow vehicles, like my Dodge Ram EcoDiesel, I should be buying my oil off of you. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Now, now Joe Joe C four twenty two says, "Higher the octane, cooler the burn." That's right. Yeah. So you definitely in a two stroke, you want that. Um, yeah. now the four strokes, like my ATV, it was optimized for 87 and we actually did some tests and it didn't do any better with, with running premium in it. It did better with 87 in it. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. I know some people with uh, ATVs that didn't notice a difference. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. I don't so. know why
1: the ATVs, you know, I sell a lot of oil for the ATVs because they're not doing 80 kilometers down the trail like a snowmobile are.
2: Yeah, and a no, lot of that's... times they've
1: gone through quite a few mud holes and their rods completely plugged. AMSOIL will yeah. cut down the temperature by 20 to 50 degrees because of less friction, less drive.
2: Yeah. Here's a good question from Anthony Palermo. He says, last year, one of the guys he was riding with ran out of oil in his 850 e or was running out of oil. He didn't run right out. He mixed in AMSOIL since it was the dealers were closed and, it, it, and he couldn't get the e tech oil. Is it fine to mix it with, with your existing oil that's in your tank?
1: Yes, AMSOIL will mix with any other
2: oil. Excellent. And that's the thing, Anthony, that you'd run, you'd just run AMSOIL in from there on out and yeah. get the warranty on that sled. So, yep. Yeah. And yes, we had oil on us, but we were riding with a guy that just brought a brand new XRS and was drinking so much oil he used all of ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guilty I had a friend as... that
1: had a four-cylinder four uh, Yamaha.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? Like, I got to say the 23 XRS, um, I find it not smoking and not using the oil that my 22 did on break-in. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy, and it pulls really hard, too. So, uh, I don't know whether it's got more power or it's just, uh, you know, Do you, a, do you know a where that machine was built? Where's that?
1: At the Articap factory.
2: What, my 23 XRS?
1: And the 22s. How do you know? That's what's keeping Articap in business. They're building all the Yamahas down
2: there. Oh, no, this is a Ski-Doo.
1: Oh. No, a
2: Ski-Doo wouldn't be built by Articap. Yeah, no, Yamaha. Yamaha would be definitely, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, no. Just, yeah, it's, no, Ski-Doo's built by Ski-Doo. You know, I know that. I I know the Yamaha is, uh, it's. uh, have you ever been
1: down to the Ski-Doo factory?
2: No, I haven't. I want to go to Quebec to take a tour of it and do the museum and stuff. We're
1: going on a road trip this year.
2: Are you? Right on. Let me know when, and uh, that'd be fun. I can't think of a better uh, better time. I but, think we're
1: uh, going uh, Belcourt, Quebec, February 11th and 12th.
2: Well, I'm I'm going to be at the lodge sessions. I got to get ready on the 16th. That might be cutting it tight.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're heading down like on early Friday morning. Yeah, and we're booking to go through the factory. But the factory be making sea deuse, eh? But it's just oh, nice right. watching yeah. what they do in there. And then they uh, they have their own museum there, so we're going to go check out the museum. And the and museum looks cool. Away is Villeneuve's museum. So, we're going to go see buildings, News, Formula One Museums, and the some Stowbills, and
2: they tell us. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, and uh,
1: we're going to catch the Grand Prix race on the Saturday. We're yeah, heading we're heading back for the Sunday.
2: Sled519 says it sounds like the Skidoo Grand Prix weekend. He was right. And Mike Gooley yeah. said, You're thinking the SRX, not XRS. Yes, SRX. Yeah, so there you go. So, yes. the SRXs are pretty sweet looking machines, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, that's uh, pretty neat, pretty exciting stuff. Um, and learning learn a lot here today. And just to reiterate the extra year warranty you get running Amsoil in your brand new Skidoo. Um, yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. The week before that, we're going to uh, Eagleville.
2: Oh, really? What's there? Oval Racing. He's right oh, it's on. It's a
1: great location because it's a snowbill club that does it. And all of corner uh, two and three. The Snowbill Trail goes right by there, and there's—I don't know—the one year there had to be five thousand Snowbills sitting on the hill watching the race. Yeah, right and on. They put extra money up, so the pro champ guys are coming up, so all the big guys are going to be there. Yeah.
2: So, do you get on the do you get on the sled and do some racing still, or do you just watch from the sidelines?
1: My wife's listening. i i I got a friend of mine i've been helping for the last three years wrenching wayne and i sent you a picture of his machine yeah he runs runs a single cylinder class and uh it's a single cylinder but it pushes 54 horsepower oh wow that's great he's only he's only running second and thirds
2: (laughs) nice i like
1: to see what these other guys got tied up in their motor and then i got two other friends uh, one guy, there's a uh, two. His, his son runs, uh, looks like a champ machine, and he runs one too. But his son's got a stock 340 in it, and he runs uh, f500 class, so it's a stock motor, any kind of chassis you want. And these things handle really nice, yeah, really nice,
2: yeah, right yeah. on, right on. Uh-oh. Yeah, the, Corey's saying the thing, same thing, want to go to Velcourt sometimes, want a snowmobile there. I think that would be ideal. Oh, I'd love to do you that, you can't
1: get a motel within a half an hour, so you almost yeah. and their trails are fantastic,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. So, Corey Jinx is in the house. We were we snowmobile with him last week and had a good time. There's a yeah. video going up after the show that uh outlines the 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 uh the ride that we had up at the Halliburton Forest. So, I'm looking forward oh, to is Isn't
1: that a great place?
2: It is. I haven't been there since. I won't say the year because I put on Instagram guess what year it's been a yeah. it's been a, a minute since I've been there, and the uh um yeah, it brought back my love for the halliburton forest it's uh i got of my fun. name
1: on a waiting list for a trailer there
2: oh dear, yeah, that's it I heard there's a there's a waiting list for it, yeah you know, and I can see why you know I can imagine how how great it is in the summertime as well oh,
1: those guys get the a t v all year long in there yeah, and every yeah. trailer gets four passes yeah now, some weekends my friends have gone there and they're sold out you're not allowed to come in
2: yeah yeah only so, if
1: so many snow bills per day and that's it
2: yeah exactly it's a hundred i believe they let in um yeah. and you know what it wasn't busy at all we were there the tuesday it was or yeah the tuesday opened on the monday it opened boxing day we went there the day after and uh and the parking lot was full but we didn't see many people on the trail oh to, it's a big area yeah, it is. It was great. And I think they had 300 of the 400K trails open that day. They might have had more. Correct oh, yeah. me if I'm wrong. But oh, deep yeah. powder. It's, it was insane. Uh, we had a lot of fun. But uh, do you want to have a look at some photos now? We'll go in and we got some fans that sent us in uh, some sure, stuff. Sure. and Sure. That's yeah. what we got. Yeah, for sure. Just um, hold on. I might run the old one here. Fan photos are brought to you by... Fan photos are brought to you by Fast Track Snowmobile Traction Products. So likes, likes, likes
0: one shot. Yeah!
2: Check out fasttrack.co. Now I'm going to have to share something here. Uh, here. If I bring this down here, I'm doing this a little bit backwards tonight. So bear with me here.
1: Yeah, Hellbert and Forestry. Every yep. weekend, they have a guy there with a radar gun on one leg. So all my cool. friends go over there to see how fast they can go. And then a friend of mine, his job is to, uh, there's a lean to, his job is to stop in there for a couple of hours, make sure the firewood's still going. <laughs>
2: nice. Nice. That's awesome. Hold on. I just got to uh, find out where my mouse went now. Okay, can you see that full screen now, Rob? Three quarters. Three quarters. Why is that? Yes. I wonder.
1: Yeah, me and you are on the left-hand side, just small.
2: Is that full now?
1: No, now you got another picture
2: beside the skidoo one. Oh my goodness! Hold on, because oh, I can't scooties. see. Oh, that's that's good. So we're small, but this thing here would go big if if I put yes. this up. Okay, yes. so then that's what I want. As long as we're still small there. So now we're small on the left, then we got a big logo there in the middle, right? You did okay now, the big
1: logo went down a half and you got a picture of a canoe with a blue headlight beside it oh
2: it's a polaris but uh yeah i don't know why we're uh we're showing that what what happens if i do this is that full logo now that's full okay perfect okay so uh we have here wisco sledhead sent us in some photos and uh he got this first ride in of the year i'm just gonna uh I'm just going to go up and grab my my notes off my printer. Just bear with me a second here. If you want to tell the uh, the, the, the listeners a joke or something, I'll be right back. <laughs> well, I was
1: telling him earlier that I've lost all my hard drive, all my pictures, because he wanted some pictures of us vintage tracing and vintage snowballing and all that. So I sent my buddies all some messages and said, can you send me some pictures? Well, they sent me a picture. Here's you when you pulled your toggle switch out when you are going into the water. <laughs> Here's you when you missed the corner and hit that tree. Here's you when you had this accident. I said, no, I want pictures of good ones. I don't want ones of all of us crashing. <laughs> yeah. But I also sent him some pictures of my cabin. I have a cabin on Couchard Lake, just outside of Halliburton. And uh, on Monday, there was four feet of snow there. And on Friday, when my sister went to come home, it was down to two feet, and you could drive down the driveway. The snow was melted that much. <laughs> Well, we can we have pictures
2: of that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I got my notes here because I want to make sure I get this right for for our buddy there, Wisco Sled Ends. He says he got around 200 ish miles of ride time in before he Supermaned off his sled on the lake. Oh. He would not recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting checked out this week, hoping for the best. He's sore, but in good spirits. You can bet your ass he'll be on the trip in six weeks. That's the sled sessions trip. The snowmobile. Lodge sessions that at this have you ever been to the sportsman's lodge? Yes, yeah, what a neat place that is, eh? That's where we're going. We got uh 31 of us going on that uh oh, yeah. on that. So th- <laughs> it should be some some shenanigans that weekend. Yeah. Um the vintage sleds back home in for some repair. And look who we got to meet up with last last week. We're gonna get to that. So this is on trail riding. And uh, I bet you Mrs. Wisco's loving the loving the new skidoo. But beautiful shot here. What what nice weather, and there's the there's the old sled get going in for some repairs. And if you ever want to make a Ford look as cool as a Dodge, this is how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and look at who he met up with. It was Massart. He says brap on. There we go. And then Jacob Massart. See that same sleds. And I think that's Rob's uh, MXZ that's there. He says, first ride of the season was actually blown away with the Gen 5. Hopped on my buddy's 18. and It was like a lumber wagon. Oh. Yeah. So it's crazy. He's got the smart shocks too. So um, it makes a huge difference. Those things are game changers. And then some, I'm telling you, I love mine on the, on the trails and it didn't matter the end of the day, the trails are getting whooped out and that sled didn't even know it. Oh, yeah. Truly impressive. What what great technology. Odie the sledding car guy. He says here's a few photos of his trails cleaning up in the Port Sydney area on Friday. He said there's lots of trees down. And you can see here is uh, one of the other guys from the club is out with a chainsaw. And he's cutting down trees. And apparently you once you get one tree out of the way, you move up the trail another 15 feet. And there's another one across the trail. So they yep. took... They take a whole day to go, you know, two miles. Thank you to all the volunteers. They yeah. do a great job. Yeah. Thank you, Odie, for doing that as well. He's a Huntsville guy. So he's drove, drove south to actually help out. And, and uh, I seen some posts from MJ. She's out there with the chainsaw, um, trying to, trying to get these trails open and they're almost, they're almost to the end of where they, they service, um, the hill and gully. So they're, uh, they're making some progress. Um, but now we need some cold weather to freeze the swamps and lakes, and and uh, and then more snow. We we just had way too much snow and not enough, you know, frost or ice in the ground to to freeze things up.
1: Oh, you can't even walk up my lake; it's so slushy.
2: No, so you can see here is a tree that snapped off, and Odie's sled's kind of sitting there. And then the next shot is the them with it all cleaned up. So I think there's enough room now to get a groomer through there. And I know exactly where this trail is. It kind of bends around, goes up a hill, and away we go. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Odie. It was great hearing from you over the holidays, too. Hope you had a great Christmas and looking forward to getting you back in the chats. You might be there now. I can't see my screen. Um, All-Terrain TV is up next. He says, hey, Gary, it's Kyle from All-Terrain TV. Here's some more fan photos. This is a 97 Mach 1 700. I had that exact same sled. bought it yep it sounds amazing triple 700 with triple pipes going into one can i think we'll see about that bought it a week ago with a brand new track it starts and runs well only needs a few little things i wanted a spare trail sled that was not 50 years old like my other sleds since my revs apart for maintenance in quotes (laughs) we finally got about 10 inches of snow over christmas Weekend here in Wisconsin, the temps are between minus 10 Fahrenheit and plus 10 Fahrenheit, and that's without the 20, 30-mile-an-hour wind. Oh. Yeah. So you you got some cold. Beauty Sled. So that's got a different windshield on it. Mine had the actual stock low on it that, uh, that snapped in there, so they've actually put a little high one on. Probably warms things up a bit, but yeah. I didn't actually get a chance to ride that one. We actually sold it. We flipped it for... The whole intention was to buy it, clean it up and flip it. And that's what we did. And it's like my, my buddy Dino and I wanted to ride it bad, but it didn't have studs. The thing would have spun like crazy. I mean, (laughs) can't imagine that track just with the three quarter inch paddle, you know, there's the engine. Yeah. So it's three pipes going into one can, three carbs, three raves. It's pretty crazy. Purple head on it. Yeah. What's the, what's the, the. Biggest displacement old sled you've ridden?
1: The TCAT nine hundred.
2: Nice. So a newer one or an old one? No, an older one.
1: Yeah, nice. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just cool. so much torque in it. Just
2: yeah. And it, the two-stroke was a nine hundred, right? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. The guy that ended up buying it off a friend of mine, he took it, and went hill climbing. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That, yeah. I guess you could. Yeah. So now we got your photos coming up here. We got, here you go. Here you go. Oh, that's Tim Bender. That's, I thought it was you. Yeah. He hand built that machine and
1: he was only 17 years old and he put the machine on the roof of his truck and drove up and down the highway at 70 kilometers an hour for wind tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. And he's on a, it's a Polaris here. Well, it's a player's but a Yamaha engine. It
2: <laughs> all that, yeah. A lot of the guys didn't ever keep the, the, the stock engine in them, they'd put whatever they could in to make her go nope, faster. Nope. Right? And he was
1: one of the few private individuals running at the quarter cup on Friday night against all the factory guys, really. Yeah, yeah, back funny. then, uh, back then, those guys all had a 250, a 340, and a 440. All the factory yeah. teams, they had all three
2: sizes. Oh, that's cool. What year would have this been? This would have been. Yeah,
1: 78, 79.
2: Yeah, sweet. And and it, that's all custom built. There's not really yeah. much stock in that sled.
1: No, nope. no. Nope.
2: That's awesome. And that's oval racing. So everything's weighted, yeah. I guess, on the inside, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I might have screwed this one up. This is the first picture here.
1: There's the first picture. Guess. Yeah, we're going to do a question and give a prize out to somebody. If they could guess really? kind of machine this was. Okay, let's guess who who made the machine and who sold it.
2: Okay, I can't see the chat, so you're gonna to have to have a look. And can you see the oh, chat, Rob? No, I see no chat. Yeah. You don't see the chat, but no. you can see it. No? I, I can see the machine. Here. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, you I can, know what? I can After a couple, couple more
1: pictures, we'll come back to the chat. We want to know what okay. manufacturer made the Snowmobile, and what company sold it.
2: Okay, I and can see you know the what? chat now. So, it's, yep.
1: It's an extremely expensive
2: machine to buy now. Wisco Sledhead says, "Is it a snowjet?" No, no, no. I kind of, I kind of blew it because I showed the first slide first. But
1: well, we'll said, tell them what the next
2: slide was. Well, no, you want me to show the next slide? So yeah, just show fly low. Just yeah, fly, fly low Viking. It's called a Viking. And a Viking, but still, doesn't just fly low. Said, said motor means. ski. He says and motor who, ski. No,
1: not a motor ski.
2: And Looks it like has, a Polaris. It a
1: really neat, really neat that caught my eye. A really neat item in it.
2: Did yeah, you send me a picture a of that neat yeah. item? Yeah. Yeah. Did you send me a okay, picture of that item?
1: We'll get we'll get the answer back later.
2: Yeah, okay, for, for sure. It's yeah. not made by Sears, a bobcat, Mike Gooley says. Not a bobcat. Was it not made by Sears. Sears? No. No. Wow. Viking mock mark, mark one. They only made them two years yeah scorpion nope nope yeah we're getting all of them nope. so here's an alouette we're looking at an alouette here can you see that yeah. there we go Yep. Yeah. this was down at uh hotlock
1: car show and they invited some Snowbill people there too oh nice so he asked me come have a booth and uh i think more Snowbillers showed up than cars <laughs>
2: that's right on i love that Uh, arian's whistle says or or is it a rup from bobby o wasn't a rup go Go big parts wants to know if that blue one had a torque converter was that the unique thing about it no that's
1: not the unique thing but you know what i think it did have that yeah you could put it in neutral that's not the unique thing about it only one other machine had this item ever on it before and i don't know why they all didn't do it back in those days
2: Josie422 says, I Wonder if it's Chrysler? They used to make some snow scoots. Yeah, they made snow scooters.
1: That was like yeah. a mini bike.
2: Yeah. Little track
1: in the back and a ski in the front, scooters.
2: Yeah. yeah that's how he uh, made well, that. Go big ass. Was it made by OMC? No. Reverse. Did it have reverse on it? Um, there, I don't think it did. Harry Tupac thinks it's a Mercury.
1: No, no,
2: no. Okay, we're going to keep going here. The guests are coming in. Keep them coming. This is a video. I don't know whether we have sound, but you want to explain what we're looking at here?
1: Uh, this is just some of the mach- machines that were on display there.
2: I like Alouette. that Alouette so with, that
1: the... with the kit on it. Yeah. And Alouette also made a dirt bike. I didn't know that.
2: That's pretty cool. I love that. You think I would have seen that dirt bike on the? Oh, I love that safari. That's amazing. Yeah. And there's a Yamaha GP 322. Yeah. So this was at that 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 uh, that car show. Yeah. Um, That's insane. How many snowmobiles showed up?
1: Yeah, a Scorpion, a
2: Harley Davidson, a Skidoo. Denon Usterman says he's pretty sure Viking is Polaris. He's right. He's right. No. Okay, someone someone He's else right. said Polaris. Now, now,
1: if he can, there's there's our uh, drag machine.
2: Nice, that's pretty cool. Well, hold on a second, I want to see who was the first to say Polaris because I think someone already guessed it. Um,
0: yeah, it Wisco said it Polaris. looks like
2: my Wisco said it looks like my Polaris, but he didn't actually say Polaris. Rob Overholt said Polaris first. Okay.
1: Okay. Ask him to
2: send you send you his address. We're gonna
1: send him a free hat.
2: I've got I've got Rob Overholt's info, so we'll get him a hat. Oh, okay. is that okay? There, I, I don't want whiskey to be mad. He just looks polite. Ah, uh, get He's both We'll send him both. Okay. Whisk gets too much free crap. Now
1: we got. A two. <laughs> we have a two for anybody that can guess who sold that machine.
2: Okay. There we go. So, who, yeah, as did Roll. How many people Googled it?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah not fair.
2: something to Google. Yeah,
1: but you know that, that but machine that age should sell for I don't know twelve, fourteen hundred dollars. I know guys yeah. paying three to four thousand
2: dollars for that machine. Wow, that's crazy! It's a it's a collector's well, piece. Yeah, the older the older sleds really go. Oh, so. this okay, is a so that, of
1: my cabin up north.
2: Yeah, and then I got the next picture of. The,
1: so what date up was, was this? From the water?
2: What date was this?
1: Uh, this would have been October this year. I still have the yeah. dachshund. in. leaves are yeah. all, all off, and then, this was and then, on Monday. My sister headed down to the cottage.
2: Man, that's crazy. So Corey so Brock said, wall eat. Wall. "Corey Brock is eat, eaten Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Corey Brock says Eaton sold it. He's right. Is that true? He's right. He so he gets the toque. Okay, yep. so I've got his. I've got his information. Believe it or not.
1: You send you that go. to me and I'll send them, all three people, yeah. some hats. So Wisco. Yeah. We, we sold get... that for two years. And you know the neat thing about that snowmobile? The
2: gas tank, you took it out. It was like a, seat, a suitcase oh. and you went to the gas station and filled it up. We've got a picture of that coming up, actually. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that. I thought that was really cool. But it's there, like, uh, one other
1: manufacturer also did that, somebody told me. So they weren't the first.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, you know what? So, what a great idea! Because especially with a vintage sled, uh, the Bobio you know, says Corey's a fast typer on Google. Haha! Um, <laughs> especially with the vintage sled, the uh, a lot of the gas tanks are raw, like are gummed up and rusted inside. So you have to oh, actually olded before
1: jag. That I took a, a one gallon beer can and made a gas tank out of it. <laughs> the gas tank's part of the frame, and it rotted.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
1: So we got next picture of the cottage. Oh, that's uh, yep. that's going down the driveway. Snow it out the next day.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's insane. So this is this is whereabouts is this Buckhorn? Nope, Kushog Lake. Kushog Lake. You know Look where, you know where that is. is? Yeah, I do. So that's yeah. where it is. What a nice yeah. spot you got there. Look at that. If you, do you come
1: across the one eighteen? Yep. Well, you go right past my cottage road. I'm only a mile up the road.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's great.
1: And that's what it looked like Friday.
2: Yeah, this one here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah once yeah, the snowplow got all done and everything melted.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah, it's pretty sad we lost all the good stuff, but, you know, we'll yeah. get it back. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, what are we looking at here? It looks like that's, a race, a silver box uh, racing.
1: Sleep, guys, that's a single cylinder. It's 50, 54 horsepower.
2: And is that a Yamaha? Uh,
1: yeah, Yamaha painted like a skidoo color.
2: Yeah, it kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah and you a, said it's a single cylinder 340?
1: Yamaha, Yamaha engine. Yep. Yeah. it's it's supposed to be 23 horsepower. And it's 54.
2: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yeah. He sold it to some girls, some 50-year-old girls racing it now. And up in Cochrane, she got second place with it. It's all painted pink now.
2: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And is it is it a an oval track sled? What's that question? Golden track. Is it is it oval track? Small yes, wheel oval.
1: racing? She's doing yep, yep. Vintage yeah. oval racing.
2: Now, what's in the two big jugs? There is that is that race fuel. No,
1: nope, no, nope. that's uh windshield washer fluid for the sliders.
2: Ah, good idea. That's why there's so much pink on the ground behind the guy. Yep, too. Yeah, there you go. I heard people put dish soap on them as well on the sliders. Is that true? Yeah,
1: because the windshield washer will eat away at the start line.
2: So, this is you. the same
1: guy's machine, and this is his uh. It's an MX chassis, but it has a six seventy Skidoo motor in it, and oh, we go drag strip asphalt.
2: Nice, nice. The weather's so, did do you nicer doing this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, <laughs> yeah. you're did you see the Hurricane Performance show we had? Yes. Yeah, yes. he's a great guy, Dave. Oh, he, those he things would, are so quick. Yeah, th- this wouldn't be enough strokes for him. He'd say
1: no, no, no. You know. No, and yeah. were, when we went to Grand Bend, they, those guys were supposed to have been there, but for some reason they had a, a private race going on somewhere, so they didn't show up. Oh, wow. So There's a class bad. there for motorcycles and snowmobiles, and there was 54 people in it, and we made it right down to the final, but one motorcycle beat us out. But the motorcycle oh. has a computer and everything. It's impossible to beat somebody on the motorcycle on bracket racing. Yeah, but uh, we did
2: well. So you're racing a sled against a bike? Yep.
1: Oh, at, Shannon Valentero. we race racing
2: against the cars. Oh, that would be cool. The the cars yeah. stand no chance against the sled.
1: Well, some of the cars are pretty quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's all
1: bracket racing, eh? So the whatever time you run, the light's set and you can't beat your time and
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. The 670 is a beast. I like that is such a good engine.
1: Oh, it's reliable. That's why yeah. that's why I kept my old formula deluxe. Well it also yeah. came with the arc suspension, and that's when Skidoo came out with uh um c10 and all that because they wouldn't yeah. buy the patent for our suspension.
2: You know? oh is that right yeah so, so what so year was that, that
1: machine sold by eaton's yep yeah and the one beside it is a frisbee never heard of that before
2: oh that's a cool name for a sled
1: <laughs> i guess it bounces off trees or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: puts a whole new meaning if you're going out playing frisbee golf though doesn't it yeah
1: when I was a kid, my best friend had a snowmobile called a Fox Track, and we called it Walkback. The, the Walkback. Yeah,
2: yeah, isn't that cool? It's like it is yeah, like you a little suitcase. Go
1: fill it up. You stick it back in. Put the hose back on it. So where did it fit?
2: Did it fit in the right footwell there, or did it go yeah, underneath it fit right the hood down
1: there by the recoil?
2: Oh, that's insane! I love yeah. it. And then the hose attached to the top behind the guy's hand. No, nope, the hose is
1: on the bottom. So you stick the hose uh, on the bottom, and then you slide it in.
2: Oh, that's yeah, great. The top
1: is, a, is a filler cap by his hand.
2: Yeah. Wow, that's insane. And it, I mean, the guy, it's got some rust on it, but I think it makes it more worth more than if he took blue paint and painted that up, does it?
1: This guy paid over three grand for that one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> because they're hard
1: to find. Yeah. There's more, oh, for more sure. of them in, in Manitoba than any other state. Yeah. I never knew Eaton's the store. And the people down in the States don't know where Eaton's is. It's like your. Uh, oh, yeah. Store. It's like
2: Sears. Sears. It's like. A, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Your Macy's yeah. Store. For sure. Macy's. But yeah. Some,
1: but they had a snowmobile they sold. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's almost like them for them. Walmart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's cool. I love that. I think that's the first iteration of the link gas jerry can you know what i mean yeah (laughs) yeah
1: yeah this is me at the toronto international snowmobile show we had a 10 by 40 foot booth up there
2: that's the that's the past one that we just talked to you at
1: yeah nice
2: nice that's great
1: yeah that was before the show put up that day
2: yeah that's sweet no you get a good spot there that's for sure are you doing the motorcycle show this week
1: Yes, I'm starting to build a booth for it right now. We, that's uh, cool. We leave Wednesday, take one load up, and Thursday we take two loads up, and the show starts Friday.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm, setting up. I'm setting up there Thursday, so I'll come by and, and watch oh, it for sure. Oh, good. Yeah, good. yeah. so. Yeah. But, uh, no, that's very cool. I can't wait. Yeah. Hold on. You in the right? chat? Uh, no, I won't. I, I'm only 40 minutes from there, so I'll, uh, so I'll, I'll... Lie, but, the tra-
1: but the traffic is stupid.
2: Yeah, it is. You know what? I'm just doing the setup and I'll probably do the show on Sunday. I'll probably walk the show on Sunday. So I'll come buggy. Oh, Sunday's a slow
1: day for us at the show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it it usually is. Yeah. This is the video. I think we do a little walk by here. Yeah, you, you have a lot of product and you let people buy it right on site sign up dealers on site? Well,
1: we have a program where they can sign up and if they buy $130 worth, we'll ship right through the door. Nice. Like when me and my buddies go snowmobiling, we we leave right from Halliburton and we go up to Timmins and swing around by cop. But at Timmins, we phone the motel, book a reservation, and we phone and say, can we have a case of oil set there? So we send a yeah. case of oil up there. So the six of us pull in, we top our machines up and we got maybe one jug to carry for half a day, that's it. And we would not yeah, take oil with us.
2: And and that's the best shipping, way to shipping, do it, right? shipping's
1: free and it's over $130 worth.
2: Yeah. So what do you ride for a new sled You uh, when you're doing that kind of mileage?
1: Well, I, with AMZO, I get paid in U.S. funds. So I got a buddy leaving to go to the States this week, and he wanted some U.S. money, but he didn't have enough Canadian. He says, I'll give you my – he's got one of these Yama cats. I'll give you my cat. So I guess I got a new cat to ride.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's for coming sure. down
1: Thursday, Thursday with it, maybe.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mike Gooley says he signed up and they ship it right to the door.
1: Oh, best way to do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Did he did, did Mike sign up this year? He must have. Yeah. What show are you talking about, Gary? I missed it. That that would be the Toronto Snowmobile Show. Oh, the show coming up this week is a motorcycle show, and it's at yeah. the International Center this week. Energy Power Sports is there with the spiders. They put a lot of spiders on the floor. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they were at the motorcycle show last year in March. Um, it was slow because it was the first thing come back from COVID, but they had a busy booth. And the uh, and then they did the snowmobile show, obviously, and we're we're ecstatic about the results. So they're looking forward to to really kicking butt at the motorcycle show this week. So make sure you're there. Make sure you, you say hi to them. Tell them you watch snowmobile sessions if you are at the show. And uh, and they appreciate any feedback you got.
1: Drop around and say hi to me. I always have yeah, a cooler for... full of water sitting there. So
2: nice, nice. Yeah, they took my Here beer we go. Away
1: one year on I me. Mean.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole place that. is
1: liquor licensed now, eh? So you yeah, can buy a could... beer and walk around the place. So they don't oh, allow yeah. us have they don't allow us have drinks in the booth anymore.
2: No, no, yeah, yeah. So. The uh, runs on freedom, powerful protection with a limited warranty to match. Go to Amazon.com/slash slash ROF warranty for details or to register. Yep.
1: Anybody want a brochure about it? Send me an email. I'll send you the brochure about it.
2: Well, yeah, for sure. We'll we'll post that up. Well, I actually posted up in the chat already, but it's robtheoilguy at gmail.com. Is that gmail yep. or hotmail? Gmail. Nope, gmail. .com. Yep. So make sure you hit them up. What did I do here? Whiskey racing. I love it. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I think this is a video, isn't it? Oh, is this it guy? This, a... this is the guy that put that came and put the snowmobile show on.
2: Yeah. Excellent. But we don't have any sound, I don't think. Or can you oh, hear okay. sound?
1: This is his personal machine, a wheel horse.
2: Very And cool. I thought
1: that was quite unique. I've never seen one before. But the best thing is, is the little skidoo on the table behind him.
2: Oh yeah, is that homemade? Is that homemade?
1: A a company in Quebec made it, and Scoodoo tried to sue them. So it's not called Scoodoo; it's called Kiddo. (laughs) Ah, and it's a kid toy, and the front front skis really turn. Oh, that's neat! They made it in blue and yellow. Yeah.
2: So it's the very first GT snow racer, you know. Yeah, yeah. So the the wheel horse here is
1: known to have the most manuals of. He has one manual of every snowmobile ever made. Wow! Yeah, and he's got them all, all on display. They're all in books and all that. So if you have such and such a machine, he'll pull the manual up, show you, and said, "Oh yeah, his original manual. You would have got with the machine." And that's very the main thing cool.
2: He yeah, very cool. So, what year is that that wheel horse? Don't know. Do
1: remember? Don't know. He mentioned it, and a piece of paper on the front blowing shows it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty neat. It's so shiny too. Can't yeah. believe how good a shape that's in. You know. Yeah, it says Safari three something on it. Is it 340? Here you're walking around it right now. Yeah. Here well, now now, now you're looking at the little one. The, the kid dude. It's
1: called the uh, a kid dude.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Kiddo. That's awesome. Kiddo. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this trailer in the background with the team snowjet wrap. Oh, that's on it. that's, a, that's a another very... whole
1: collection of people,
2: is it really? I yeah, can't believe
1: they're all from Oval Racing, too. Yeah,
2: yeah. so where's where this show they again? Kids,
1: they got kids that race at the Oval, and they took their kitty cat and painted it blue to make it look like a snowjet for their kids.
2: <laughs> oh, how neat is that, right? <laughs> yeah, what's uh, where was the show again? This one, Hastings, Ontario things and what month was this like it looks warm was it summer? August?
1: yeah it was in august yeah, yeah we're down down an eye Shannabill out for that for, we're shannonville racing on saturday and we came to this on the sunday
2: wow what a great spot
1: if you look in the far background you can see you know, about 50 cars but there's yep. 65 snowbills that show up <laughs> most of them are nothing. all people from the races like uh, nothing wrong with that and the over racers they all know each other they all hang around together
2: no no that's pretty cool love it yeah very cool and then we got some product shots here yeah so this is the that's, interceptor that's oil so seller,
1: the interceptor
2: and, it, and it's what you run for good performance and a, yeah. and a good clean oil to burn
1: yeah I had a guy here the other day and said, I wouldn't run nothing but bombardier oil in my snowmobile." I said, you ever tried Castro? I wouldn't put that in my machine. I said, who do you think makes bombardier oil? (laughs) He didn't believe me, but Castro makes it. And Castro makes it to the spec of bombardier. So if you go on the Castro website and you look up the oil, Castro oil is up here. Bombardier is down here. Matter of fact, their Castro oil outperforms the bombardier oil.
2: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Greg Kelly thinks that that kid sled that was shown was sold at Napa. Do you remember oh, that? Don't
1: yeah, I don't know any about that, but yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be
2: surprised. So, our chat's pretty. My chat's pretty smart. You can't pull too much <laughs> past them. But, um,
1: well, ask your chat. Is anybody has a picture of a Skidoo Eagle?
2: Okay, they heard you, so I, I won't. Skidoo Eagle. If you got an Eagle picture, you can even send it fan photo at mudbrats.com. I'll show it well, next I never, week. I've we never know. even
1: heard of them until about a month ago.
2: Yeah. Is that a picture yeah. we got coming? It's a up?
1: special race machine Bombardier came out with, and it had two engines in it, both facing opposite ways. Really? Yeah,
2: yeah. Pretty cool. What year was that? Uh, I think it was 76 or something like that.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, they the look crazy. Stuff.
1: I mean, the hood, since the edges are so big, that hood has a great big louver on it, and that made it look like an eagle. So they called it the eagle.
2: Oh, neat! I'm gonna have to look up pictures of that. It's pretty neat. So this is the Dominator two-stroke. Yeah. Now this is the one you said to, for me to run in my dirt bike. But you yes. said don't run it if you're, you had mentioned something about bumpy trails. And if you don't run it hard, if you don't <laughs> we, go on we the We saw pipe. a lot
1: of Dominator at the races, but in the stock yeah. class, the junior classes and all that, all the kids want Dominator, but they're not running wide open and they'll follow a the plug. Dominator is yeah. mainly for people that are on the throttle.
2: Yeah, Yeah. there you go. Yeah.
1: If, if you're not on the throttle, you'd be doing better with the Interceptor. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So. But most dirt bikes, well,
1: like you're always on the throttle with them.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, mine's in a dual sport, so you're not really on the street. So that's, that's why I think Interceptor probably the better choice on that one. Yes, yes. But, yeah. The Eagle Raider, Corey wants to know. Is that the name of the sled? No, you're the Raider was one
1: you sat inside. Oh, I, I, did a, I did a tribute question one time. Get people to try to guess what motor is in this custom made motorcycle.
2: It's got a turbo, so isn't it?
1: People a- send me emails. No one guessed what kind of motor
2: was all in it. Is it a snowmobile manufacturer?
1: No, it's not. <laughs> no. Yeah. But the guys, the bolts on that, but everybody sent me an email and said, Do you know her phone number?
2: <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> i said yeah, yeah i, I can... do
1: have it but she's going to work next year for me at the motorcycle show so i'm not giving it out
2: <laughs> nice there you go that's funny yeah.
1: but what do <laughs> you need it, it was all hydraulic this motorcycle so he didn't need a kickstand he just turns hydraulic on it sits straight on the ground but yeah. it was a, a kaboa tractor engine
2: really diesel.
1: yeah what a neat-looking custom bike it was.
2: <laughs> so that is totally handmade from ground up and everything. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Wow. So remember
1: the trailer you've seen before with the Cowie? Yes. The on the yep. side? This is the front side of that booth.
2: Oh, I see. There's a snow trailer there behind it's him. It's a
1: father, son, uncle, and a cousin own all these. And they all race.
2: McKin- McKinnis Racing.
1: Pretty cool. Yeah.
2: That's a nice 440 snow jet sitting there.
1: I thought this was a video I sent you.
2: Is it a video? It might be. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: oh. it wants to show that one again for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it is a video. It's going to move. Because you go down further, that's where you see that. Uh, oh, yeah, that he's going to go down the line. yeah so he says he still races that sled
1: oh all these are all race
2: wow these are nice his grandpa had that one from the saber jet from brand new a 650 650 in that little thing
1: oh you just barely see the kitty cat there now
2: eh? yeah this is this is his dad darren's mod three yeah.
1: and on the background they got original suits the match and everything and one of them yeah, brand new to, the price tag still on it never more
0: worn wow
1: yeah, they, they had helmets the match. they had posters yeah. pretty and white cool machine has a matching caboose
2: 71 thunder jet that's that one free air
1: Sunday at
2: 440. That's pretty cool. And that's the kitty cat painted yeah. up there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know where the kids out there in the Ovals they have a blast <laughs> <track laughs> driving these kitty cats oh, right are yeah. tracking.
2: Oh, that would be so fun to see.
1: Yeah, and they have a stock yeah. and a mod class. So he said
2: there's a yeah, he said there's a two-stroke in that one. Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Wow. Look at the handlebars are twisted. Is that for over racing? How you offset the handlebar like that? Right on. So would you just bend them or can you buy the bar pre-done? It's an extension
1: you put on it. That way when you're going around the corner, your hand doesn't slip off.
2: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. These are nice machines. Very good condition.
1: And they, they take them out in the back farm and drive them all the time.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's saying that they do drive them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that is that that's the last one. He's got a and caboose for his wife to put the kids in.
2: Yeah, and that's his wife's. That's his wife's snow jet right there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a son, yeah. father, uncle, and a cousin. They all have them, and they all they all come to they all come to the oval races every weekend with them. The
2: Very cool. Wow, those are in good shape. Now, I think that that snow jet, a friend of mine's got that one, and I think it was gold bumpers on that from the factory. Oh, yeah, they uh, less his are painted gold, maybe they're chrome. Looks like these other ones all have chrome, so there must be chrome. And he painted his gold, yeah. Look at the old posters, there's the suits. That's there's the one with the tag on that first one, yeah, yeah, never
1: been worn. I don't know where he found that from,
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is crazy. Oh, Mike LaPere must love the love you for this video. <laughs> Very good.
1: And I got another really neat video that I did at the Peterborough show. The guy's got a snow cruiser that's called the Red Baron. I think. Yeah. Yeah, a really unique. I never heard of that snow cruiser before, but.
2: He even has Great. a snow
1: cruiser, uh, snowblower sitting there. The guy did too. Yeah. I'll is I'll this, this a video
2: from? Week. Is this from Peterborough right here? Nope, this is Toronto. This is Toronto, the vintage yeah, area. This
1: is going down to the oval
2: racing people.
1: Yeah, see that that number twenty two. That's a, a a pro champ machine, four forty open class. Beautiful. Yeah.
2: It's amazing how the, how the ergos have changed on them, you know, with the aerodynamics okay, the
1: and, drives that one himself, that four, four twenty.
2: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What are the rules? I want to say they have makeshift taillights. Do you have to have a working headlight and taillight or what are the rules for over racing? Yeah. Now this
1: young kid right here, he's only 15 years old and the already cat beside is his sister. She's probably six and she drives that cat. That used to be his machine. Now he's moved up to a champ style machine, but a stock 340 engine. End. So any yeah. chassis he wanted, he could buy, but it had to be a stock motor. And these things, these things handle like a dream on the track. There's not know, little seven kids out there with all these machines and they're all identical horsepower. They're all 340 stock. That's so it's neat. Just it's good who, to s- who can take the corner fast? What a good class it is.
2: Well, that is, that would be fun. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and there's throwing-
1: a new oh, right there. Uh, Outlaws.
2: Yeah. So, right on.
1: So it's a 600 stock engine, any kind of chassis.
2: Oh, sweet. Um, Didn't Snowjet turn into Kawasaki snowmobiles throwing Sparks' ass? I don't think so. No. Market declined massive debt like a lot of manufacturers during that time. Yeah. Whatever happened to Snowjet was it bought out? Yeah. Um. No, well, that's that thing. It must have just faded away. I remember seeing that little snow scoop. That's a Chinese uh, one, right? Offshore. Yeah. Very cool. There's a Enticer 340 with a wheel kit on it. Yeah, that was neat. That was an. I always love this part of the Toronto show, walking through and looking at all the old sleds. Yeah,
1: these are the, these are the Menchie's guys down here. Yeah. And I think you're going to see that Viking down here further. I like that aluminum thing snow.
2: Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's the Viking. That's the same Viking. Oh yeah. There it before. is. So that is and the that one. Guy, okay. I also owns the
2: ski whiz. Excellent. Yeah. The ski whizzes are neat. Very, yeah. uh, very cool. Oh See, my goodness. Thank you so over. much. He, he actually sent me $20 super chat. Kaching! I'll get a sound effect for you next week. I'm totally out of, uh, out of technology here, but thank you for the super chat. Ghoulies. I appreciate it, man. Love it. Yeah, he says it's for the background. <laughs> <laughs> I will get this thing tuned and dialed for you next week. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. I guess back in the old days when you
1: bought a Viking and they broke down, the gas in it was worth more than the snowbill. So you took the gas tank whiskey and left the snowbill behind.
2: <laughs> Is that right? Is that why there's probably no no gas cans uh, left over for you? <laughs>
1: they brought <probably rotted> it out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. Right. Like most of them. A Sabre, that's the 101 oil that, that we've been talking about right there. Am-
1: Amsel came out with that product back
2: in 1972.
1: And then all the manufacturers says, you're going to be sued. You're going to be sued. And we're still selling the same product.
2: Yeah, yeah I Tim remember. Bender,
1: Tim Bender, the snowmobile guy we talked to about the very first, he ran 300 to one with this. I said, how do you know no, if it's enough oil? He says, here, I'll teach you how to check your plugs. And after every heat, he'd come in, he'd pull his plugs out, and that we. Way- yeah, that way you know how to jet your machines by looking
2: at your plugs. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but I think for a homeowner or whatever, like like this is what I was running in the in the weed eater and the leaf blower this this fall, and yeah. uh, amazing, amazing. And I want to run it in my boat. I think that's a hundred to one. This saber in my boat is going to be amazing yep. because I cut smoke down and it'll make it run a lot a lot better. And if I can get some more ponies out of it, then that's a yeah. that's even a bigger win. You know, yeah. yep. my goal, my goal isn't really to, to get more horsepower. It's more just for less smoke and, and better idle, you know, and yeah. that's, that's one thing I noticed oil makes a huge difference. So I'm really looking forward to this after what I see happening with it.
1: Yeah. Well, somebody sent me a report one time. People were pulling kids on tubes all the time. And when they're yep. running their Merck oil. Had to take one of the kids to the hospital because of the amount of fumes he got. eh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And with saber, you don't get that all. And yeah. I had a I had a twenty horse, no, a twenty foot pontoon with a fifty horse Merck on it, and I kept it down at Rice Lake, and I used to go up to Peterborough through the lift locks with it. Well, the biggest thing I found is when I cho- changed my lower unit oil because Merc, when the wife was driving, she'd go real slow from neutral to forward, and be I keep saying, push it ahead faster, slower. Once we switched <laughs> over the Amsoil, it just slipped in, slipped out. No grinding nice. noise at all. Once we switched nice. the lower, you know, oil like
2: Yeah, that's excellent. I have to try that, especially in the ATV and the and the, yes. and the bike, you know, especially yeah. older vintage stuff that you need more care. AMS,
1: AMSL came out with this new type of bottle. It's a squeeze bottle. So if you want to change the oil in your ATV, in the front or rear diff, it comes in this bottle. So you don't need a pump or tube. You put this in and squeeze the bottle.
2: Yeah, right on. I, I wish I could make you I wish I could make you full screen on that, but we'll show that after the slides are done. I think we're almost to the end of them. So yeah, put that down and we'll look at it when we, when we get to the end of this because I'll I'll make it full screen so we can see that. But yeah. This is a video too. This is drag racing.
1: Yeah, these are my two buddies. Uh it was on Friday practicing. So these are the two guys that also race almost and they go to the drag strip together uh the skidoos the one with the 670 in it and the mock has 700 look, in it. it's got a triple look the, in it.
2: nice look at the nova behind it sweet
1: well late, later in the day we had to race that nova yeah, yeah. and the other the other machine behind them was uh, uh 800 cat
2: yeah right on they they're sitting very upright why would that be is that for more traction
1: uh, just to hang on, I think.
2: <laughs> yeah. Throwing sparks yeah, said Rob, what what throwing sparks sparks wants to know what oil you recommend for e tech. And we did cover that and it's the interceptor oil. Interceptor. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, run yep. that bad boy.
1: Even some of the people with the older machines that not e tech, they still like running the interceptor because there's less smoke.
2: Yeah. Email Rob the oil guy at gmail.com and he'll set you up. Yep. So when you race the when those guys race the Nova, how'd they do?
1: The, we did real well against a Nova, but when the, and then we had to race a Chevelle, and then we came up against a guy with an Osibill that was last year's champ, and he beat us out. Oh no! <laughs> but that's <laughs> because the, the Nova started going sideways, and the guy in the Snowbill got a little wing, got a little scared, and he's off the throttle. <laughs> Because yeah. that car came across on. I you don't you don't have a chance on a snowmobile.
2: No, yeah. no. Hey, it's you want to be able to go to work the next day. That's for sure. Yeah, and this and is. Your, it's
1: like 65 years old, so.
2: <laughs> yeah, and this is the quick shop fights ethanol problems. And for best results, use every tank. Do you have to use how much of it? Do you put in a tank just like 25 one, milliliters or
1: one one of those bottles does um, 22 liters? So okay, one of those bottles is five gallons of gas.
2: Yeah, and how much is a bottle of that worth?
1: Uh, $9.
2: Yeah. Well, there you go. We don't, yeah, we only have the, the uh, Ultramar near our place, and their premium has ethanol in it. Oh. So it's, uh, yeah, so it's not something worth get, running.
1: We got Indian reservations down here that have regular gas without ethanol in it. Now, how can yeah. they get it, but Shell can't get it?
2: <laughs> yeah. Greg Kelly oh, says he wants to tell us. Greg Kelly wants to try Interceptor what retailers sell it. But you can get it at Rural Distributing but email Rob the oil guy at gmail.com and they'll get it right to your door. You won't Distributing, even have
1: to take you to pay 3.09 for a box of 4 in Canada. If you become a fur customer, we'll set you up. You can order directly from Amazon. you get it for 2.39 a case. And through free Rob therapy.
2: the oil guy. Yeah, through Rob the oil guy. So yeah, yeah. we'll uh, make sure you do that and help this guy out. He's a great guy. Works hard for the sport, too. That's what I love about you, Rob.
1: Oh, I love snowmobiling.
2: Yeah, there you go. That's one? why you're here.
1: Tell telling you about all our products, we'll ship you one free.
2: Yeah, yeah. Corey says, yeah, real sells it, Greg, but you're better buying directly. Yeah. Yes. Canada only. Do you sell in the U.S.? That's a good question.
1: Well, yeah, it says Canada only because the price on that. We have U.S. prices, too.
2: Okay, perfect. So email get in touch with Rob he'll he'll set set you up on the US prices and get it to your door in the USA yes very cool and here's your trailer with your contact info so you know, yep. his phone number is 905-623-7947 can you can you text that number no nope, that's a home number that's a that's a phone number only Yeah. and then rob rob the oil guy at gmail.com that's and the Rob, best way to get
1: a hold of me. Yeah,
2: for sure. Um, so yeah. And that's it.
1: I got that trailer parked right on number two highway. Oh, is <laughs> that a right? Fruit stand, lots of, of lots of visibility. Right? So yeah. I I I know the guy, so I park it right down to his property. So everybody driving into town on the main highway gets to see it.
2: Nice. Smart. So so Smart. where's your favorite place to go snowing on? I like the Muskoka area. Like the, the, uh, my favorite loop is, uh, is the Bonfield Mattawa loop. Uh, like as far as snowmobiling yep. goes, um, Sudbury, I really love, and that's why we're up there in the middle of February and the, uh, yeah. So I, I want to, I want to get into the Mattawa thing again. I didn't get there with my new sled last year, so I want to make sure I get the new one there this year yeah. um, there's lots of do there. So what about yourself? Where do you like riding? I'm on Cushog Lake, so I'm uh, 20 minutes up to Dorset.
1: And Dorset has some really nice loops, what, northern end of Dorset. We can go up and do, uh, uh, one loop we do is like 30 kilometers, and you go up and come right back down. It doesn't take you anywhere else. You're just up and back down. And on a Sunday, it's not rough, where some of the trails on by Sunday are beat. But also from Dorset, we can go from there and go up to Deerhurst Resort or into Huntsville, and then from Huntsville down to Gravenhurst, Bay, Baysfield, and back over to the cottage, and we can do that in a five-hour trip. But I also, uh, we've seen us get up in the morning. At 7 o'clock in the morning, we run from uh, Cushog Lake all the way up to Huntsville, uh, uh, North Bay. And at North Bay, we'll have lunch and all that. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a nice run. But I, I like going around North Bay, too. Because around Lake Nipissing, the first part of the trail is really windy, short, and you got to go right through a whole bunch of villages. It's really neat. And we get up to the French River. And the guy is saying, "Well, it's kind of like four o'clock in the afternoon. Let's get a motel room." So we get in the motel room. We get up in the morning, and it's pipeline going back. Where are we back to North Bay in less than an hour? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. going up to the French River, it's really neat.
2: Yeah, I love I love that area. And that the French River Bridge is cool. And there's there's a few yeah. things to see. And the, the fact that you get snow, and especially this year, it's going to be delicate. With the uh, we're having a late start now. I mean, we yeah. had a, everybody was excited about the snow we got. And then, uh, you know, the... Uh, well, we got
1: too much. It ruined the leaks.
2: Yeah, it did. It did. It insulated them so they couldn't freeze up.
1: Yeah. We need some yahoos to go up there and break through the slush for it freezes up.
2: But it's not going to yeah. be me. <laughs> no, that's right.
1: <laughs> I've been stuck in the slush before. Oh.
2: I'm pretty sure everything's open now,
1: though. All the water. Oh, we, we had a good six, eight inches of ice on ours. Oh, did you really? That's good. Yeah.
2: Is it a deep
1: lake? Uh, it's it's narrow. Yeah. So uh, around in front of my place, it's only like 8, 10 feet deep. But when I go up the lake so far where everybody wants to go fishing, it's there's a drop-off that's 210 feet deep, and they want to be right on the edge of that drop-off to fish. That's
0: so true. So while they're
1: fishing, I'm going up and down the lake trolling for them, chasing all the fish down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: like sitting out there in the lake all day long. I'd rather no. be doing circles or loops or.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, how do people? We talked about how to how they get a hold of you. Are you on social media for people to follow? How do people keep in in mainly in my tune? email? Yeah, mainly, mainly your emails
1: email? and the brochures I give out has my email on the back and. Yeah, yeah, I'm 65. I'm not that good on the computer.
2: <laughs> no, no. There we go, Paul. Thank you so much. 10 bucks. Super chat. It says, great show slash podcast. I appreciate that, Paul. And uh, again, thank you, uh, Mike goolies for the 20 the twenty bucker earlier. That's awesome. What? Really appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were talking in the chat about we're taking a beating with the weather this year. That's for sure. But hopefully yeah. it just means we're going to run a later year, you know? Yep run i don't mind snowmobiling in march
1: i used to, my wife always wanted to go to florida in april and i say no i'm not going to go until the trails close down <laughs> yeah
2: because <laughs> usually <you laughs> the first good... week of
1: april so the trails are still good
2: <laughs> yeah sometimes they are if you go up the Cochrane way that kind of thing yeah you know? yeah, but yeah. i've
1: seen us one year we're at horseshoe ski resort and the wife's phoning when are you coming home i want to leave for florida i said no the snow cross is on we are not coming home till monday morning I come yeah. home morning, the morning. Air rings packed. We don't unload the truck. We just start heading to Florida.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. As
1: long as the snow's here, I'd rather stay here.
2: Yeah. So you get involved in in snowcross, the oval racing. What else do you do? Like as far as uh, sponsorships and things like that go.
1: Oh, I sponsor a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did snowcross for twelve years. Every weekend I had a booth at it. Yeah, and they do two weekends in a row. Then we have a weekend off, but. It was fun because uh, when we went to Timmins, we'd go up the day ahead of time, and Skidoo was with us, and they would have a tractor f- trailer full of demo machines. Yeah. You guys want to come with us? We got to take them all out, make sure they work. So, sure. And at caught nice. the Cochran, The guys would want to go to Tibby Abbey Trail or something?
2: Abbey Tibby Canyon. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, f- Man, I wish I would have took a change of clothes. I was just soaked trying to climb up and down that hill. And on the way back, <laughs> it was 30 below. I was almost froze.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Right on.
1: Yeah. And then on Saturday night, the guys all get half drunk and they unload the bombardier truck and start going out snowmobiling again.
2: <laughs> oh, geez. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 A lot of times that's... they brought
1: demo machines with them. So we had a lot of fun snowmobiling using their machines.
2: I love that. That sounds like a hoot. Yeah. But, uh... No, very cool. Very cool. But uh, no, I appreciate you coming on the show tonight. I won't keep you all night. Um we have a couple of winners. I'll make sure that the the prizes get out to you again and then uh, and we'll uh, we'll call it a night. Okay. Okay. Make sure make sure you contact Rob the oil guy at gmail.com. Get on the preferred customer list. He'll make sure you get a good deep discount, Canada or US, and he'll make sure that oil comes right to your door. Sounds like a plan for sure. I'm going to roll the credits here and we'll, uh, hope ever. Everybody has a good night and we'll, uh, we'll see you next month. Monday night. Maybe next month I'll come on. And I'll bring some videos of the highlights of the races. Oh, that try, would be kind of cool. Try just yeah. The crotches. Yeah, for sure. Anthony Palermo says great episode. Keep up the good work. Renegade X says thanks. Gary and Rob. Great show. Mike Gouley says great show. Yeah, that was really informative. You're a hoot. Enjoyed talking. If you go to the motorcycle show, Make sure you say hi to Energy Power Sports. Make sure you say hi to Rob, Rob the oil guy, at his booth, and uh, he'll—you can learn more and see the Amazon product in action. But, uh, there we go. I'm gonna roll the credits. Thank you, Rob, and we'll—we'll we'll be chatting for sure.
1: Great show. We'll talk to you later.
2: Yeah. Thank you.